Radio, and so this weekend, another one, <laughs> the classic grand finals, is uh, West Coast taking on the Cats, and uh, that just brings me back to memories of the early 90s and the West Coast domination of uh, the Cats in those two grand finals, 92, 94. So let's just get a superstar. Well, I think we've covered this grand final a little bit. We last have. Week. It's, it's just the team we love. That but team we, we love. Didn't didn't have never gotten the perspective of the full forward. What oh. it's like to be leading out to the guys like Matier and yeah. Kemp and um, who else were the midfielders those yeah, days? Everyone. Everyone else. Everyone. Um, <laughs> you know, main wearing those guys. Yeah. Um, and that. So now we're going to uh, go straight to Perth. Uh, well, the superstar full forward for the Eagles back in the day, and that's Peter Sumich. G'day, Suma. Good afternoon, boys. How are you, mate? Are we, uh, what, what, first of all, I want to touch on the first uh, question would be the, the Eagles this year or, you know, the last couple of years. Has it been a struggle to watch? Yeah, oh, just first things first, uh, you, you mentioned about me leading out to those great midfielders. Yes. Um, yeah, I did make them look good, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, back to the... Uh, the West Coast uh, at the moment, yeah, not not looking pretty, boys. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be another tough year for them. Um, you'd expect them to, at this stage, uh, lose the next couple, I reckon, in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, they got the Cats, of course, and then uh, I think Port Adelaide after that. So, yeah, it's going to be one of those years. Um, hopefully they can find one or two, if not three, kids that... Um, they can play and then uh, that will have a future with the club going forward and then just keep building from there. This was here, mate. If we get back to the, your days at the Eagles, um, sort of before we started the show, I was just we were chatting and you were underrated sort of over here in, in Melbourne. You were underrated, but probably not over there. But, geez, you kicked a few goals. Yeah, look, I, I, I was, I suppose, pretty happy with what I did. I was one of those blokes who... I just love playing football and just playing with my mates and, and, and having a good time. And and I, I reckon probably at the end of my career it probably got me because I was one of those blokes who, you know, I love training, I did all that. But um, we really enjoyed ourselves, um, you know, after a win and, and we just had a good time as a, as a bunch of blokes. And, you know, that seemed to disappear, I suppose, in the, the late 90s. I think it went professional or full-time 98, um, the AFL. So, um, yeah, and it all changed back then. But, um, yeah, before that, it was it was great. I, I had a good time. Like you said, I had some, we had some magnificent players running around and, and um, we were blessed with um, some quality. But, uh, you know, we had to do it hard too. It wasn't easy, um, especially early days, you know, coming to Melbourne, playing at Moorabbin and Princess Park and Windy Hill and... Western Oval, people forget about that we you know, we played a fair bit of football um, at those grounds and um, it was tough for us because we were one of those sides that you know, over here in WA the weather's pretty good so it was fairly dry and, and you're running on top of the ground and you're hitting Melbourne especially and you're running in the ground so it was, it was fairly tough for us to get used to it but after a few years you did and you know, we were fortunate enough to pinch one in 92 and then went on to 94 um, just quickly, if we go back to your sort of junior days, um, were, were you a full forward then or were you one of the on ballers that sort of ran around and just kicked goals and ended up a full oh, forward? Yeah, it's quite interesting. I, I, I didn't start playing footy till I was probably 13. I was playing soccer uh, up until then um, and then I reverted over to footy and 
I played mainly through the midfield and a little bit of centre-half back and a little bit of centre-half forward. So that was through my juniors and with Scotty Waters. And he he, um, he was the mainstay. We used to play against John Warsfold. So we were all in the, the local area there. And, um, you know, we had a pretty good side back in the juniors. We won five in a row. So each year we went up, we just kept winning. Um, so we had a pretty good side um, going back then. And the colours were blue and gold, boys. Yeah. So Coburn Football Club it was. And, uh, yeah, our colours were blue and gold. And, yeah, we had a pretty good side. And, uh, yeah, but uh, I played mainly midfield and centre-half back, really, as a, as a junior. So, so how did full forward come about? Well, I, it probably when I went to South Fremantle, I, I reverted to playing forward, the, the coach... I started playing reserves back in um, 85. Um, we had a Till Cup side back then. We were the first WA side to win the Till Cup in 85, beating Victoria. Mm-hmm. There was no Victoria Metro and Country back then. It was just Victoria. And so there was a pretty potent side. Um, and we were fortunate enough to, to win that in 85. And I was playing um, reserves uh, for South Romano, um because you had the Colts level and then you had reserves and then league and and uh, I just got switched to forward and then played forward from virtually there on end, played half forward flank um, bit of full forward, bit of centre forward Oh, well, you, well, you found your spot <laughs> yeah, <a> little <laughs> humble beginnings to, to go and be kicking 100 yeah. goals a year and uh. No, I was, I was very lucky but I, I, like I said then I played the following year in 86 I played league football and that that was before the inception of the Eagles, who came into the comp in '87, and I didn't get to the Eagles until '89. Um, you know, I could have gone there earlier, but I knocked them back because I just wanted to play for our local side here in South Fremantle, and and I had a couple of real good years, played fifty odd games there, and and at league football because I didn't think I was ready enough to play VFL back then. That's what it was called before it went to AFL, but. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed my time at South and then went to the Eagles and then went from there. You did go from there. I want to, I want to go uh, touch on the grand finals mm. now. Uh, so we'll start with 92. So do you remember, I mean, I, I think we, we spoke to Jakovic last year about this, um, but I don't think he remembered what was said at half time. You're down by two goals. Uh, Geelong um, have come out hard. Uh, what do you uh, remember of half time? Because And what changed after that? Well, look, I'll just take you back to 91, um, mm. the year before. At half time, we were 10 points down against Hawthorne and we are kicking with a, probably a five-goal breeze at, in, in the third quarter. And But at half time, it was doom and gloom. It was like, you know, we weren't going to do anything. And fortunately for, for me and Brett Hetty, we were having pretty good games. I had four goals to half time. He had two. And we were very vocal, but a lot of the boys seemed to be down. So we, you know, we were never really going to win that game. Go to 92 at halftime, we're roughly 10 or 12 points down, but an unbelievable different vibe. It, it was like they had thrown everything at us with no result, really. And we said, well, we, we've got this, boys. Just keep doing what we're doing and we'll overrun them. And, and we, we had beaten Geelong throughout the year. Um, a couple of times so we it was a, just a completely different vibe and, and we just knew if we just persisted with our game plan and what we were, were doing we're hunting the footy and that we'd, we'd get over the top which we did Was 
part of that game plan, obviously, uh, strength-wise, you you were a sh- very like physical, strong side. Yeah, we were. We um, and, and we had to build our bodies up over uh, two or three years to to match it with the the Melbourne uh, players. You know, um, all teams which were. You know, and, and the heavy grounds. So, you know, we did extensive weight programs um, throughout the pre-seasons and, and eventually that, that got us a result where we were still able to run on top of the ground here, but we had the strength to plough through some heavy grounds over in Melbourne. And that's where Mick brought his knowledge of, of course, coaching at the Western Oval with Footscray and, and then bringing a lot of his knowledge of how to win in Melbourne. And... Um, Part of it was to make sure we had strong bodies, and we did that over a couple of years, and we got a result, of course, in '92. You did. Um, so, you, you mean you kicked six goals that day, uh, which in any other language or any other game, you might have won a Norm Smith. But a bloke on the wing uh, had an absolute day out. What was it like uh-huh. watching him go about his business? Yeah, unbelievable. And look, I. I shouldn't have gave him a handball over the top either. <laughs> on that one. You know, that, I would have got my seventh. And then I passed one off to Tony Evans and I was 40 out. I never passed the ball inside 50. I don't know why I did it. Anyway, I passed it off to Tony. He missed and um, in the third quarter. And I walked up to him and I said, mate, I'm never going to kick you the ball again. I said, you cost us a game. So I had a crack at him. and So I would have got eight. Peter might have got four, and it would have been interesting then. Um, who wins the Norm Smith? So I, I probably, um, yeah. Look, I had a, I had a, a good day out in that sense. You know, kicking six goals, and um, I think I kicked six one and one out the full, which I normally always kick one out the yeah. full. That's a regulation for me. But um, it, it was just yeah. We, we I just was on the right end uh, of some great passes and. And, you know, some ground balls, which I picked up and, you know, got a few snap goals. So, yeah, look, it just worked out for me on the day and, and I was pretty happy with the result. Uh, as I said earlier, I feel you are underrated from, from a Victorian standpoint. Uh, but when we do these shows and we look at the whole... Your whole team, too, I sort of feel was underrated. But Matera himself, uh, when I look back, oh, he, he's one of the greatest. Yeah, um, unbelievable player, like... You know, he he's one out of the box. You, you don't get too many like him. Mm. And, and you've seen it. Like, every side's had it. You know, you've always you got one special player. And West Coast were fortunate to have Peter Matera. And, and of course, a lot of the, the Melbourne-based clubs uh, have got their superstar player. And, you know, Peter was just unbelievable. But getting back to, like, it's, it's interesting you say that about... But when we used to go to Melbourne and even when I finished up and I went I was going to Melbourne as an assistant coach at West Coast and Fremantle it's funny how the Melbourne people appreciate the West Coast Eagles players of that era like I I get a lot of people coming up to me and you know just just say well done and and, and you're talking Collingwood supporters Richmond Mm. you know Carlton you know uh, it doesn't matter They're, they're all and they just seem to appreciate the good football I think we played back then and and how hard it was for us to travel and then win a premiership. And the Melbourne people are completely different to WA people in that sense. So the WA people were a bit harsher on our, our club and, and individual players on performances, whereas over in Melbourne, I think, 
you blokes really appreciate and the fans appreciate good football mm. and probably understand it a bit more in that sense. But in a one-team town back then, now two-team town, it's much harder. You get scrutinised a lot more. Whereas in Melbourne, like I said, it, it was great to actually to go to Melbourne because I, I actually looked forward to it because the people were just great football people and understood the ga- game. Well, just my thing would have been the mindset would have been a sort of a mystery. I mean, you're all the way over in Perth. It's like a different country, different time zone. I mean, every now and then, you know, I forget what time it is over there. But um, and then you come here and it's just like, oh, that's right, you guys are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, well, I I actually enjoyed playing away. I, I couldn't wait back then to get on the plane to go get out of Perth. It's funny how I'm talking like that, but that's the way it was. We all. We just wanted to get on the plane and get over to Melbourne or, or Adelaide back then and, and just play. And and we loved it. And uh, like I said, it's mainly because, especially Melbourne, it was the mecca of football and still is in the sense of the, the amount of teams in there and it's the MCG and and all those grounds that I mentioned earlier. I, I used to watch them on the winners. I, I used to watch the winners all the time as a kid and right up until I, I started playing. And, and you know, we... We loved it. You know, you watched, you know, Marabin and the, the blokes running around there, Trevor Barker taking a screamer and Vandahar at Essendon. And, you know, it, it was just unbelievable watching it on the winners. And, and you always wanted to, to emulate something like that at those grounds. And you did, and it was very... I mean, obviously, the first grand final was out at Waverley, so it wasn't quite the mecca of football. But uh, you achieved it, as you said, in 92. You won the premiership... Um, was was it everything that you'd hoped the premiership? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was um, unbelievable feeling, and um, you know, back then we um, we didn't realise what we probably achieved <laughs> until probably you know a few years down the track. Um, it, it, it's huge, and, and even we had our reunion not long ago. Um, it was thirty years. Um, yeah, so it was last year actually. So and Mick Mouldhouse came over, and we had our thirty years. And, and really, when you look at it, 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 it was unbelievable what we did achieve because we were the first side in the history, and will only be the first side in the history to to win the grand final and take the cup out of Melbourne. Mm. Um, so that that goes down as history, and I was part of it with the other the other twenty players. And you know, we look back at it how hard it was, but. Geez, it was unbelievable, and you know we did celebrate too. Actually, unfortunately for me, boys, I was in bed by nine o'clock. I was drunk. <laughs> I drank a bottle of red wine. I was, uh, you know, we had a big function at um, at the Hilton afterwards, uh, suit and tie, and and I made a fool of myself. And the boys had to carry me to bed by uh, nine o'clock, and I missed going out with the boys at the nightclub. <laughs> I'm sure you've made up for it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, oh, we made up for it, don't worry, the next day and, and the next probably two weeks after that back in Perth. Does that mean, I was going to ask, who would have been best on ground uh, uh, after? Oh, Glenn Jackovic, mate. Oh. Don't, he, I know Glenn was on last year. He was BOG. Yeah? He, he is one of the all-time great drinkers. <laughs> I've never seen him. Uh, it's amazing. He'd never drunk um, throughout the year. So he, he stopped on New Year's. And then he did the rest of the pre-season and never drunk during the football season. And then once we finished the season, he, he went... And, and for a bloke, he was yeah. drinking and all. I said, Glenn, how do you drink? Like, you drink and you haven't drank all year and you just keep going. He goes, I don't know. I'm just young, Summer. 
Fantastic, fantastic. Hey, Pete, we might have to leave it there. I'd love to get you on again to chat about your coaching and uh, all that journey because it is fascinating. But uh, unfortunately, we've got to leave it there. But uh, thank you so much for your time. No worries, boys. Thanks very much for having me on. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> Not a problem. Peter Subic, uh, two-time West Coast Premiership player. Legend. Looking back at the Eagles and the Cats.